0: Thanks to everyone who supports Daily Tech News Show directly. To find out more, head to com slash support. This is the Daily Tech News for Monday, September 24th,
1: 2018. In Los Angeles, I'm Tom Merritt. And from Studio Feline, I'm Sarah Lane. Also
2: in Los Angeles, I'm Lamar Wilson.
0: And sitting in for producer Roger Chang, I'm Anthony Lemos. Hey, Amos, no mess, welcome yeah. back. Good. Roger hey. deserves a day off. Thank you for filling in for him today.
1: Does he? Okay. Oh, I mean, uh,
0: (laughs) let's give him him two. How's that?
1: Let's just go. Let's double down. Yeah, Uh. let the man sleep. While I am in
0: Los Angeles, I'm in a different part of Los Angeles than I was on Friday, partly because I'm not in my car, but but also in a different location. This is a new studio work in progress. If things sound a little bit different or look significantly different, uh, just be patient with us uh, as we kind of get the new digs up and running. But it's not going to stop us from telling you a few tech things you should know.
1: At Ignite, Microsoft announced Windows Virtual Desktop, also known as WVD, for Multi-User Remote Desktop and VDI on Azure, a project to unify search across Windows 10, Office 365, and Bing, including the Bing for Business intranet search along with proactive suggestions as you type. There's also support for password-free logins for Azure Active Directory connected apps. And Office 2019 was also released for those who don't subscribe to Office 365.
0: Yeah, a lot of things coming out of Ignite, mostly business-related. Uh, they announced the Surface Hub 2S will launch in Q2 2019. It's a little bit smaller. It's definitely lighter and slimmer than the original Surface Hub, 50.5-inch screen, uh, It will be followed in 2020 by the Surface 2X. Now, it won't be twice the size, despite that misleading name. The 2X will feature the ability to rotate the screen, tile the screen. Uh, It'll have multi-user login. And here's the interesting part. If you buy the 2S now for your business, you can buy a replaceable processor cartridge to later upgrade to the 2X without having to replace the whole screen and assembly and everything else. Maybe the X stands for ten, Tom.
2: <laughs> it's I the two ten.
0: The two ten, like the who <laughs> no. knows? Yeah. Why not? Maybe. Confusing names. It's, any... it's fast, like the freeway. yes. All right, let's talk a little bit more about acquisitions, Lamar.
2: Yes, sir. So Sirius XM plans to acquire Pandora and continue to operate it as an independent service. Now both boards have approved the plans, though Pandora negotiated the right to evaluate competing offers between now. And expect the close of the deal in quarter one of uh, a Q1, excuse me, of twenty nineteen. The combined company plans to cross promote services and offer bundled subscription packages. Um, I think the the most interesting part of this, this isn't like really surprising to me that Pandora uh you is looking to, for an offer, but that they are leaving themselves open to continue to get an offer for the rest of this quarter and and, and through the next. So who who's the court who, who's the person they're trying to uh you know court there? Is it Apple, Google, any ideas here in a, in a panel?
0: I I think the reason they want Pandora myself is they think they can p- apply their ad revenue scheme to it uh, or even their subscription scheme to it. Right. SiriusXM shouldn't by any account, be still in existence. If you'd asked any of us 10 years ago, (laughs) will will satellite radio still be around in 2018? I think as soon as the iPhone launched, we were all like, nope, they're dead. And here they are. So I I think this is a a match made in heaven. Maybe it's not even... For acquisition, it, it's my my thinking is maybe they they just want to keep adding. In fact, I hope they just add Pandora to the name and keep adding to the name every time they acquire someone. So it becomes Sirius XM Pandora, then Sirius <laughs> XM Pandora Twitter, then or whatever.
2: <laughs> <laughs> but but like, who, who do you think Pandora is waiting on? To to uh, to court them because oh, oh, they yeah, have I'm that. Sorry,
0: option. I misunderstood your question. Yeah, no, that's like, no, okay. Who else is out there that Pandora is like? We really need to be open in case uh Apple comes along. Right. Yeah, it would have to be Apple. I think you're right. You think so? Yeah, I think so.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, to your point, Tom, um, Sirius XM uh, still being around and being able to acquire Pandora for for all of that money to me is. Still comes down to original content. Yeah, Pandora has you know licensing deals, but Pandora has had quite a bit of issue with that over the years, and has had to change its own model um, because of that, and has lots of different comp- uh, competition from the Apples and the Spotify's and you know the, the SoundClouds and and everyone. However, Pandora still has. Also- Really big user base. So, operating independently while sharing some sort of an ad revenue model makes a lot of sense for Sirius. Yeah. And I'm not sure Pandora is really waiting out for a better offer. The offers. You don't
0: go to that much trouble to negotiate that into your deal if you don't think you've got a good chance at one for some reason, though. That's, I, I
1: think, yeah. A that.
2: That's a kind of unusual thing for them to put in.
1: Well, moving on to Roku news. Roku announced the Premiere and Premiere Plus devices that offer 4K HDR streaming. The Premiere will be sold exclusively at Walmart for $40, and the Premiere Plus will sell elsewhere for $50. Both support A802.11 and Wi-Fi and are up for pre-order shipping in October. The company also announced it will begin supporting Google Assistant in the next few weeks, meaning you can control a Roku from your phone or a Google Home device, and it will start bundling in JBL Headphones for people who buy its Roku Ultra with no price increase.
2: So, so Sarah, I tried to find something wrong with this. Like, I I looked and I looked and I was like, come on, for forty bucks, there has to be something besides the Ethernet port gone. It, it, what, I couldn't what, find anything. What,
1: what, what, like, what comparable kind of thing would ha- has been like? What would you find wrong with something like this? The well, idea it, that they're going with Google Assistant, I guess, over Amazon Assistant is. Well, I mean, I
2: meant, I mean that they were able just to to come in at this crazy price. They really, they even undercut Amazon. You know, who is at what sixty? I think 70, or, I for think theirs maybe seventy, too. and the same thing for the Chromecast. Apple's at ninety nine uh, on on their box, and you know, and I've been saying that this is an incredible deal. I was trying to find out what what compromises besides the Ethernet port, and I'm not really seeing it. And that, that I mean, this is a great deal for forty bucks. To, to get themselves you even out there 50
0: bucks. If you don't buy it at Walmart, it's still beating the competition, right. you know, by at least 10 bucks, if not more.
1: Yeah. It, Roku has always been an affordable option. Um, I ha I have a Roku. I, I don't use it regularly because I've, I've gone with the Apple TV, but that Apple TV, if you compare it to Roku is certainly much more expensive. So I think mm-hmm. that Roku figuring out, okay, well we've got uh, people who love the service and uh, the ecosystem and are already here. But for those who aren't, And, yeah, are looking for that voice assistant capability and the fact that Google Assistant, as well as undercutting the competition and a lot of um, the models that are um, involved um, that that bundle Google Assistant in, it does seem like a match made in heaven. And, yeah, it is. This is super inexpensive. And the Roku is, I mean, this is a robust thing. If, if you if you want to cut the cords, it's a great place to start.
0: And Roku yeah. has I mean, been saying uh, over and over that they are an ad-supported company, so that may be right. part of the reason for this cheaper price too.
2: Yeah, they could lose some money on the hardware because they're not in the
0: hardware business. Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. curious if this is a lost leader or not. Wall Street Journal reported Saturday that Apple staff in Los Angeles supposedly call Apple's TV show project expensive NBC. <laughs> Tim Cook reportedly has canceled Vital Signs, a series about the life of hip-hop magnate and Apple employee Dr. Dre after it was shot. They had already shot the series. They showed it to Tim Cook and he said, "Nope, it's got a mansion orgy, cocaine use and drawn guns. We're not oh, releasing this." Threat. Now
1: I want to see it. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Hopefully they'll let somebody else release it. Uh, Apple also supposedly asked M. Night Shyamalan to remove crucifixes from his series because they want to avoid religion or politics. Spielberg's Amazing Stories has a new showrunner because the original showrunner was making it too dark. Even Reese Witherspoon and Jennifer Aniston's morning show comedy wasn't upbeat enough, according to this Wall Street Journal article. These concerns are causing delays, and the service is now expected to launch not at the end of this year, but instead perhaps sometime in March of 2019.
1: I mean, knowing how many original series on a variety of, of of up-and-coming networks, right? You know, you get Netflix, Hulu, Amazon, you know, the list goes on, that are really edgy, but bring so much attention to the platform. You wonder mm-hmm. what Apple is going for here.
2: Uh, you know what? I, I read this yesterday, I believe, in, in another uh, article besides Ars Technica, and I'm like... They're a bunch of prudes. Like, you know, that's what they're coming off. Oh, you know, they want to be this squeaky, clean, family friendly company. But the question is, who's family? Like, like what does family friendly mean
0: these days?
1: You and, dirty, and, and, you know,
0: dirty people wanting your, your, <laughs> your mansion depravery on every show.
1: It, Shame on Disney you. Disney
0: does a great job with family friendly content. Why can't there be another one? And why isn't Apple the right one for it?
1: Well, and I don't know what the answer is there, but I, um, but I, I, I do wonder. Let's, Dr. Dre, great example. I mean, this man has been, yeah, sure, you know, maybe you know Beats acquisition, the whole thing, maybe there was some posturing going on, but he has been part of the company at least, on, you know, a, a, on a PR level for years, and. Yeah. But that he, I, has a, he, can Disney, say he has a controversial
0: past with, with his show. Yeah. I mean, I th- I think the
1: problem he had, here he is that controversial Apple controversial wants- before, before the beat cycle was I, I, I yeah. think
0: the problem isn't that Apple do- wants to be family friendly. I think the problem is they're doing a bad job of managing it. They should have known that before they shot that series. They should have known it before they hired the showrunner who was too dark for amazing <laughs> stories. They obviously aren't communicating this. I think they may be getting cold feet. Uh, asking for something, oh. and then when they get it, going, ooh, I don't know if that fits the Apple brand, actually. Uh, no. And that's not usually the way Hollywood works, is you know, like, oh, I'm making this for NBC, so I kind of know where the where the barriers are, and I might try to go over the line here and there, but I expect to get called out on that. Whereas these folks, it sounds like, thought they were working within the rules, and then Tim Cook and Eddie Q look at it and say, oh, no, we can't do that. So um, it, it's, it's learning to do uh, what is uh, supposed to be done, right?
2: I think so. Yeah. Moving on to another family-friendly company. Uh, Alaska Airlines is piloting Skylight's uh, Alice-ski cinematic VR headset aboard its Seattle to Boston and Boston to San Diego routes. Now, the headset is powered by a Qualcomm Snapdragon and offers films from its 20th Century Fox uh, or its partner, 20th Century Fox, Warner Brothers and EIM. Mm-hmm. Passengers will be able to choose from short VR films like focusing on free diving. That would be great in a plane, um, classical music, and acrobatics, especially chosen for in-flight viewing. For the record, Alaska Airlines purchased uh, Virgin America in 2017. Qantas equipped some flights with Samsung's Gear VR in 2015, while European carriers Air France, June, Corsair, and Jetfly are also testing alasky Hopefully, I pronounced that correct. Uh, Alaska.
0: Yeah.
3: A- 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 um right. Look,
2: look. I I like the idea of immersion with VR on a on a plane. Provided the stewardess leaves you alone, you know, mm-hmm. it's has got bugging every ten minutes if you need something. You
0: uh, <laughs> right.
2: But is that what the, the proper? I'm sorry, I'm gonna be PC because well, it might here. be a guy. <laughs> Oh, okay, cool. I can say steward or stewardess or flight attendant. There you go. Uh, no, I, I I like the idea of that, especially if you're on a, you're on a long flight, uh, having some entertainment like that. I I would like to choose what I want to decide. You know, I'm not sure I would. I like those options, but
0: well, you know, it's, it I, sounds I, like why not? Here's here's what bugs me. It, it sounds like they have a decent amount of options since they have a few partners for this, and 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 my guess is if it takes off and they keep doing it, uh, they'll have a wider set of options. But if I'm in first class and you say, "Here's your entertainment system. Hey, how cool is this? It's a beta test. <laughs> I don't feel like I'm being treated first <laughs> class anymore. Like, let me have my I normal see. flight entertainment system. This, and maybe I'm over reading this story from Engadget. But it said it re, this this became your flight uh, entertainment system." I'm. I'm gonna guess maybe it doesn't actually replace the normal one. If you still want the. I would. I would hope not. Yeah. Because. Yeah. Cause then it becomes a fun perk. If you have still got the normal entertainment system to to fall back on, you're like, all right, I'll I'll try this. And it, and and it's sort of like uh, having the eye patch on when you're on a flight, except now you can you can watch a movie. I don't know that I'd watch any of the VR movies. Maybe I'd try them out. But it might be pretty cool to watch a big screen movie while you're sort of reclined. Uh, Not that I'll ever fly any of these routes in first class on Alaska, but it sounds kind of cool. Yeah, let's do it.
1: Let's go to Japan. Japan wants to fight social isolation by employing robots to... Help us with as many aspects of life possible. After introducing robots in various roles and hospitals and certainly restaurants and nursing homes and schools, a cafe in Tokyo is going to open with robotic waiters controlled remotely remotely by people with physical disabilities... Who couldn't work otherwise. Now, the Oriheim D robots, as they're called, used at the Don Ver Beta Cafe, are one point two meters tall, weigh about twenty kilograms, carry a camera and a speaker, and stream footage to the controller's PC or tablet over the internet. The pilot run of the cafe is scheduled for weekdays November twenty sixth through December seventh, so we'll no. Quite a bit more in a couple of months, and the creator of the Robots Ori Laboratory plans to open a permanent cafe with robot waiters closer to the 2020 Tokyo Olympics and Paralympics. Yeah,
0: shout out to Engadget where we found this story, uh, and and mm-hmm. uh, I like it because it's not another story of autonomous robots. It's a story of using robots to help people do something they couldn't otherwise, uh, yes. which you know, work in a in a cafe.
2: Yeah, I, I, it's a it's a good feel good story with a with a nice te- uh, technology, you know, uh, overlay to it, you know, and I, I like the idea of being able to employ people who uh, you said couldn't otherwise, uh, you know, get, get employed somewhere. And I, I think I think that's fantastic. It gives people a sense of self-worth that they still are valuable. They're still unneeded in society. And, uh, it, you know, that's where technology should should be going towards, you know, in, in my opinion, at least part of it.
0: Yeah. And and I know there's going to be some people out there like, oh, really nice. Make them work. But it's not so much about the work, although Lamar pointed out, you know, having an opportunity for employment that you wouldn't have otherwise is a good thing. Uh, but also just the ability to to interact with people in a way that you couldn't otherwise i mean there's mm. even uh, a version of this for als where they're using eye movements to control the the robots so similar to the way stephen hawking interacts. oh with uh it's it's really
1: impressive stuff yeah I, I i don't know how you could say anything bad about this <laughs> i well, mean I'm it's sure amazing i'll figure
2: it's it sweet. out but yeah. Some, i'm, I'm somebody sure somebody will,
1: will. i don't know how you could though
0: Hey, folks, if you want to get all the tech headlines each day in about five minutes, be sure to subscribe to DailyTechHeadlines.com. All right. Uh, Yubico announced the next series of its physical security keys, Series 5, starting at 45 bucks. It's the first YubiKey series to support FIDO 2. Uh, the new series includes YubiKey 5 NFC, which supports all major security protocols over USB and NFC. Uh, Microsoft announced, you know, the, the passwordless login using Microsoft Authenticator for Azure earlier. We, we mentioned that. So there's a a lot of stories and we've talked about some others earlier last week. About progress towards getting rid of passwords, uh, we're not there yet. You're not going to be able to stop using your password manager or forget your passwords anytime soon. Um, but Lamar, how are you feeling about moving down this road where you use a physical thing like a Yubikey?
2: I was very against it when when it came out because I didn't understand it. Uh, but I did. I, I have actually. Oh, that's why I was fishing in my drawer. I I have a uh, you know what's it called y- Yubikey Yubikey yeah. Yubico key and you know, the, Yubi-Key. the the yeah then I have the fido thing so i I have a couple of these, and I've been interested in Google recently came out with their own uh that em- employs Bluetooth, which is a little controversial uh in the and security sector but i i like the idea of being able to lock down my, my google uh, that's really what you know google account specifically although lastPass and some others are on board uh with that as well and uh yeah i i, I think if we're gonna have these are my key on me anyway or in my wallet or whatever uh, I, that nice extra layer of security that was used to be only reserved for what, politicians, mm-hmm. athletes, you know, celebrities. Uh,
3: it, nowadays, you know, anybody who's. As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B and advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash results to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply.
1: Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments.
2: The influencer on on, on the line is a target in in any capacity, yeah. and 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 so being able to have your your account locked down better than two factors uh, authentication, I think it's a plus. Um, I have not yet set my mine up because I know it's a hassle once you do it. Like once you once you commit, you you're you're in, and you you can only use a specific browser. There there there's some annoyances with it, but I think if they make it easier for the for the end user consumer level, this is this is where we're going in the future. I'm all for it
0: yeah and 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 these cannot be tampered with uh they're they're right. they're pretty pretty solidly security tested uh the reason that the Bluetooth version from Google is a little more controversial is because it transmits through the air. there's a chance for a man in the middle attack now Google says they've taken lots of precautions to stop that, but there's a mm-hmm. tiny bit more of a surface area for attack than with a key. You can't reprogram the key. The key is the key. Once you've once you've uh, matched it to your account, the only way someone could use it is if they stole your key and also knew all your passwords, right? The idea yes. for getting rid of passwords is that there'll be another factor besides your password. So maybe it'll be your thumbprint, maybe it'll be your facial recognition, uh, et cetera, et cetera. And mm-hmm. then the key. So then they'd have to steal your face and the key, or you know more more. Practical is probably trying to fool face ID with a picture of you or something like that, uh, right. which again is a little bit more of a surface area attack than the key. But the key itself is actually really solid. And now that they're combining NFC with USB-A, USB-C in more more ways, yeah. it becomes more practical. Because I know plenty of people who work at enterprise level where this works great because they plug it into their, their computer to sign on and they're securely signed on to their enterprise VPN. But it doesn't really work for your phone. It doesn't really work for this or that. Or I have to have a second one for my phone because of NFC. Uh, those are some of the smaller hurdles mm-hmm. that need to be overcome. And this new line of of, of Ubico is another step towards making it simpler. Because you need to make it simple to get mass adoption. Yeah.
2: yeah. Now, how, how do you get companies on board like like an Apple? Obviously, Google's on board. But how, how do you? you know i know there's one example microsoft could be another like but the, how do you convince them or maybe just the public so the public can put pressure on these companies that consumers need these as well
0: yeah i don't th- i don't feel like apple's uh resisting this in any way uh it's it's really just a matter of Yeah they have their own adoption of- well no they yeah. they you can use YubiKey with a mac you can use it with an iphone there's you know it's all about uh being able to use it to authenticate with the software developers with the app makers with the services Mm -hmm. uh and things like that so yeah i mean I, i i i know it's it's not it's not like apple's dragging their feet on this it's it's more of getting all of the programs and services uh to to allow this and use this and uh, and Beatmaster points out iPhone seven and up. So if you have an older iPhone, it, it may not be as useful for you. But but yeah,
2: ah with the NFC, yeah, yeah. I, I'm glad they they made the USB C option because you know, all these computers are coming out with just you know U- USB C right now. And it made it made me you know with my my newer Mac, it made it made this one kind of weird to have. It's like okay, I got to put in the adapter to make this work. But you know it, it it's, it's I think it's a good process. And what is it forty five bucks, which I think is a a steal for security.
0: Yeah, I the the alternative right now, if you want to be super solid secure, is an authenticator app, uh, something like Authy, Microsoft Authenticator, mm-hmm. LastPass. Uh, Google has one too. Uh, right, you know. So I think more people are familiar with that, and that feels right because you use it on your phone, and you're less likely to lose your phone than you are. Maybe the YubiKey, but Sarah, how do you feel about this?
1: um anything that is physical that i can lose um it, you know my my gut reaction is please no however um i think if security is of the utmost concern especially in the enterprise then um <sighs> The, this seems to be the way that we're going. Uh, I'm, you know, we've kind of gone from uh, USB uh, uh, drives to everything in the cloud to like, well, eh, you know what? The physical key is actually the better way to do it. And for somebody who's lock, been locked out of my one password account for months now, uh, because I couldn't remember my master password, um, I, you know, it's certainly not human proof. So in that sense, uh, I think that, uh, yeah, the, the more options there are, uh, the better, especially for the, the consumer, um, the consumers.
0: And I think that's, that is the hurdle, right? You have to make this so that people feel comfortable using it instead of falling back on something they're familiar with. Because if you lose your key, uh, you know, if we forget your password like that, Suddenly you're like, you know what? I don't want to use that kind of stuff anymore because it causes more problems than it solves. Even though that's probably not true, it feels that way.
1: Yeah, it's funny. It's, it, you know, the way that sort of a, you know, a plane ticket. Well, it's a little bit different now, but it's in general, a plane ticket is like, you know, this is tender. You you lose your ticket, you can't get on the plane or a concert ticket. And, you know, getting into your, your, your computer, that's, that's, that you have this thing that is on your person. And if you don't have it, you can't get in. And that is actually the best way to keep yourself, um, you know, more secure is, in in some ways, to me, a little counterproductive, but we have so many options, and this is actually the best way it works. Yeah, yeah
2: I, I think I think we get to a point real quick uh, before we move on. If if you know if we're able to use the NFC that's built into the phone as the touch your computer somehow, like you know, I I think mass mass adoption would be a lot easier than trying to carry carry around a key. I don't know how far we are with that. I mean, all phones have NFC now. Uh, whether they let you into it, like you know, Apple lim- let you in on a limited basis, uh, depending on the developer. But I, I think that would be the better solution, uh, Sarah. That then the key, I, I hear you on that. Uh, everybody has their phone on them,
0: yeah. And so, the key is more secure theoretically because, again, when it's in your phone, there's a little more surface area for attack. Again, uh, yeah. but it could be the kind of thing where, like, if you're serious about security, you get a key, uh, but for mass adoption of something that is at least more secure than not having a second factor or using text message as a second factor uh, and is easier than an authenticator app, then yeah, maybe that, maybe that is one of the ways. Uh, this is one where we'd like to hear your actual expert opinions. We have experts on this in the audience. So send us not only your credentials, but also why it is you think uh, we haven't seen this built into the phones yet. Feedback at com.
1: We see a lot of these stories in our subreddit, so keep them coming. We uh, love you helping us make our show every day, our shows. Submit stories and vote on them at dailytechnewsshow.reddit.com. We're also on Facebook, facebook.com groups slash dailytechnewsshow. Well, so Lamar and I have something in common. Do you now? Uh, Well, we hopefully have many things in common, but one of them is that we (laughs) both got the new iPhone over the weekend. Lamar, how is it going on your end?
2: So... It's it's going great in terms of I I I got over the whole oh my god I can't believe I spent this much money and, and I, I'm really glad I have it. <laughs> I'm still not over that part <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah.
2: Really, really glad I have it. it it was one of those situations where I knew I would need because I got it Saturday at, at the store so I knew I would need a, a few hours because because Apple's got gotta look well I don't know if it's Apple or the developer it's gotten a little better when you uh, back up your phone and you and and you put everything back on there some apps already let you already assigned you in like my thing you know like i don't know a random GameStop or best buy a few of those already had my stuff in there others like twitter and instagram and facebook you got to go in there and re you know re-add your password to every app and you have a lot of apps that's a pain in the butt. so i spent the whole night just doing that getting I free, did too. Free, yeah yeah I know. Free, getting yeah. familiar with it um i mean it's a bigger phone it has a better camera other than that, I, I could have kept my 10 with, with iOS 12 because iOS 12 is amazing. and uh, But I do like the bigger screen because I, I had this, what was it, the 7? That was the big screen, the 5.5? Yeah. And it, it, if, well, if this,
1: it's, the 6 Plus was the first big screen, but yeah, right. the, yeah. the 7.
2: This, this feels right. like it, it, it's, it's a nice, bulkier phone, and I've, I've already adapted to it. So.
1: I think I probably had to make a little bit more of a jump than you, Lamar, because I never had the 10. I went from the 7 Plus to the 10S Max, um, which was not without its issues uh, because I am a Verizon customer. And this is actually a known issue. It was written up over the weekend. But on Friday, it got delivered right before our show. I was very excited. And it just wouldn't uh, activate. And what I ended up having to do Mm -hmm. after many hours on uh, tech support with both Apple and Verizon, and both of them saying, hmm. we don't know what's wrong. Just can't activate your Sheesh. phone. I had to go to a Verizon store and get a new SIM. That totally fixed the problem. So um, after, after that whole debacle, when my phone actually worked, I still, like, I'm getting used to not having a home button because I did this whole time. Oh, because that's right.
2: You jumped. I, right. I am yeah. not
1: used to, yeah, like, I skipped yeah. that whole cycle. So, you know, I, I know I'm a little, you know, I feel like a little bit like, oh, how does this work? And <laughs> the first couple of hours I was like, well, I don't like this at all. I really want my home (laughs) button back. But, But man, you get used to it pretty quick.
2: Do you, do you find am, the fa- the face ID to be really fast? Like, I know you didn't have oh, the yeah. 10, but my God, it's, it's it's fast right now. Yeah.
1: It's fast to the point where I'm like, did you even see me just now? I
0: mean, <laughs> that,
1: that was, yeah, that worked out really well. Yeah. I, I thought I would, I would miss touch ID uh, because touch ID gave me this sense of security. Like it's yes, my fingerprint I'm and touching. you see it. And yeah, but um. I, I'm I'm very happy with the phone. Um I will say the only thing about the OLED screen, and I hope this isn't because I have a faulty phone, is it doesn't seem at its full brightness as bright as I would like.
2: I don't know if that's a known issue because I'm having an OLED TV and it, it doesn't like, I, I I feel like it, it mutes the bright. I, I'm not a professional on this. I just feel like
1: it's less brighter than my LCD. I'm just saying yeah. at full brightness with an LCD, I want it to be too bright. Yeah. And f- at full brightness with my LCD, it's. Just bright enough, and yeah, I, 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 I would never you. turn it down. Yeah,
0: Tom,
2: Tom you, got any, you got any feedback on how uh, no, OLED well, I bought,
1: works?
0: I bought it, a house, so uh, you know, I have a nice <laughs> new shelf liners and uh, an, an in sync uh, laundry drainer Um, those are my new products of the weekend, so yeah, hey, you, you got enough to deal with, man. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Um, all right. Well, before we go down too much of an iPhone rabbit hole, uh, thank you to Lamar Wilson for being yeah. with us. this fine. Monday, Lamar, besides having a new toy, what's been going on in your world?
2: What's a new toy? That's it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, as usual, I, I, do, I do YouTube, YouTube.com slash Lamar Wilson. I, I did a long rambly video about my process of not only buying this, but, you know, being convinced at the store to get the watch, which I already had the series three. It, it was fine but I fell in love with this one so much. It's, you know, so I, I, I process that my thoughts, uh, that's my latest video on YouTube. You want to check it out. I do unboxings and reactions of all sorts of new products. That's kind of my thing. So, uh, if you're interested in new
0: products and new stuff and snacks, tech gaming, whatever, come follow me absolutely and thank you everybody for following us Uh, the best way to support the show and and be able to influence us directly is to support us on patreon at patreon.com slash DTNS Uh, you'll get some nice perks in there you'll get into the discord channel there's some new folks in the discord uh, today trying to find the good day internet channel you just go into the discord once you've linked it to your patreon look under voice look under good day internet you can listen to the whole thing live there Uh, so check it out thank you for supporting us at patreon.com's
1: and thank you for your feedback. It means the world to us. Feedback at com is how you can reach us. We're also live Monday through Friday at 4.30 p.m. Eastern, 2030 UTC. Listen on Discord or any way you like. Find out more at dailytechnewsshow.com slash live. Back tomorrow with Michael Wolf as our guest. Talk to you then.
2: This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Get more at FrogPants.com.
3: Diamond Club hopes you have enjoyed this (laughs) program.
0: Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to Amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Hi, this is Bachelor Clues from Game of Roses, of course, and I want to talk about Club Med. Everybody knows Club Med has been the pioneer of the all-inclusive resort since 1950 with almost 70 resorts worldwide, ranging from